Joining me in the studio today is Mr. Jason Muir. I'm going to get you to pull that lovely blue spongy thing closer to your face. That's awesome. Hello, Laurie. Hello, Jason. And hello to... Pleasure to be here. Yeah, and hello, Wellington. And um, Jason, now you have been really in touch with Wellington today. You are normally in touch with the best part of Wellington, but now you've just taken some time out of your busy schedule to create another salon, which is uh, a pop-up salon called... Political, political cuts. cuts. That's exactly right. Can you tell our listeners what political cuts is all yes. about? What is political cuts? Well, Laurie, thank you firstly for having me here. This um, great. I was looking for an excuse. Yes, <laughs> we have been for a long time to have an intimate chat like that. That's right. Uh, political cuts, Laurie. Well, it's uh, first of all, it's the brainchild of myself and the wonderful. Joe Randerson. She's a clever uh, baby, she isn't is she? She's very clever. Lucky so, Wellington. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Legend. Um, we stumbled across this kind of concept probably about six months ago, and after toing and froing like you do, it's come to life. Political Cuts is a pop up salon coffee shop and political interactive zone political interactive zone exactly Um, so you know we're all about obviously the elections around the corner and we're all about let's talk about it uh, let's get people involved in it let's talk about issues let's just talk and get people enthused Um, we're we're kind of aiming at those younger voters that are, um, I guess, statistically known to have shied away um, over over years, I suppose. Um, So this is our way of kind of reaching out to them, basically. Through haircuts. Through haircuts. (laughs) It's exactly right. Now, can we talk about the haircuts? Like, I know that we're a political town, but are you also encouraging us to get the style of our local politicians. Well, I'm certainly encouraging, <laughs> but I'm not winning on that oh, yeah. front. <laughs> so, yeah, we do. We've got a great menu um, of political looks that brave people can come and have. Funnily enough, after two days, nobody's gone for any of them. Um, so we've got things like the Coro Wettery Comb Over, which is a New Zealand classic. And uh, probably he was a fantastic... Um, indicator of what happens to these poor politicians. He entered political life with a lovely middle part and a full head of hair and by the time he left he was having to scrape it up from the sides by his ears, comb it over and give himself a wonderful comb over. Um, Can't understand why nobody's taken that one up but uh, that's how it goes. Now look, we've got a full array, um, array of looks that people can have but also it is set up as a legitimate cut shop styling bait right. that people can just come and have a trim or a blow wave or right. straighteners whip through their hair or... Bit of a zhuzh. Bit of a zhuzh. Yeah. Bit of a zhuzh. So now, if um, this was to be a real success for you, I know that you would love to be able to do one of those political cuts. Could there be an opportunity for a bit of a fundraiser maybe? You know, rather than shave your hair off, could people actually go and get the Jenny Shipley for a small <laughs> fee if yeah, they, they put it out amongst their friends? Absolutely, Laurie. <laughs> and, and we did attempt 
a little bit of that with um, part of our um, funding that uh, we went through was through the wonderful Pledge Me people. Right, and, right. Um, and there, there was an option on there that people yeah. could, and it was an exorbitant price, <laughs> but people could nominate something like that there. Now, unfortunately, nobody took that one up, but that's fine, and I can understand that. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I'm all for that there. Whatever gets the uh, comb overs, the Peter Dunquiffs, the Thatcher blowouts, whatever gets them coming in, I'm for it, eh? You, you heard it here, <laughs> listeners. You can go down, you can raise that extra fu- those extra funds to get one of those uh, true political cuts. <laughs> now, um, just reading a bit, is it really true that you are taught not to talk about well, I'm going to say sex because you're not supposed to say that on the radio, but we'll say <laughs> politics to your hairdressing clients. Yeah. Is that something you get taught at hairdressing yeah, school? Yeah, no, you know, look, um, absolutely. And uh, just to throw in there, the other one is um, religion was the other. Oh, so there the, are three. There were the, three the that triad, were kind of put up yeah, as the, the golden. You know, and, and it wasn't, it's not drummed into you, but it is, you know, be mindful, um, yeah, you know, be mindful of people. Be mindful that these kind of subjects can sometimes be very personal. Yes. And they can be, um, you know, obviously a little bit confrontational for some people mm, as well. Right. Um, once you leave hairdressing school, you do whatever you like. <laughs> now, I can tell you, and anybody that works next to me or comes to me as a client in Wellington, I don't shy away from any of it. And, and you know, many of us don't. But it is something that hairdressers are encouraged to steer away from a bit. Cute. Back in the old days. (laughs) So do you think, and is your experience that as Kiwis, because I kind of realised that maybe I am, even although I'd say that I might be one of those people that was up for talking about it, that something's installed in me that you don't go up to your mates and you go, hey... How are you going with your voting or who are you voting for or what do you think? And Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly right. And look, to be honest, that's, a, that's one of the drivers behind our whole project. So it's not just about the hairdressing at all. Um, you know, what we have done is tried to create a zone where people can come and interact in it on lots of different levels. Right. So the, the haircut is probably the kind of the apex of the whole thing. But, you know, people can, um, well, you can engage in it off-site by jumping on to Facebook or Twitter, um, follow political and engage in it that way. Nice. Um, you can come into the space and you can leave a note on our big blackboard wall that we've got up. Oh, graffiti. Um, I didn't so, feel like I could have done that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Chalk sitting there, go for gold. Yeah. Um, nice. You can come and have a coffee and have a chat to the barista. Um, we've got hosts in the place the whole time. You can just sit around and have a yak to them. Um, so, you know, it's about the whole conversation, really. Um, and as I say, the haircut at the end of the day is the apex of it, but it's not the only reason that you might come into the place at all. Um, and to go back to your point, um, you're exactly right. Not many of us at all would roll up to our mates and go, hey, you know, yeah. team, whatever, so here's a chance to do it. Right. Come in, open up and go for gold to whoever you want, however you want, and, and away you go. That's great. I think so, and it's proved over the first couple of days that um, people are certainly willing to engage. Yes. Um, 
As I said, there were real elbows out there when get, I was yep, there it today. Can get feisty, <laughs> like the political, political, true political world does, yes. Laurie. Absolutely, it can get feisty. Um, I didn't yeah. want to overstep by putting my hand up for a hairdo. <laughs> I can tell you that. Well, and that and that's an interesting process. So what we set up is that if, if we end up with a situation with um, kind of multiple people at once wanting a haircut. Um, we, we, we are looking at different ways of, so people maybe have to go through a voting system. Right. Maybe there's a dictatorship call on that there. <laughs> maybe we have a consensus decision. Um, so but if it's a true democracy, yeah, what will at, happen then? <laughs> that, yeah, that's right. Hey? So, yeah, um, look, conversations is what the whole project's about. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's really cool. Now, I noticed Jeanette Fitzsimons. Do you say Fitzsimons? Beautiful. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, she was yeah. down there today. Oh, yeah, I mean that was, and you know that that was, um, yeah, that was bizarre. It was a young lady actually waiting to have a haircut, and said, oh, "I need, I, I'm actually having a coffee meeting across the road," um, and we said, "Well, look." Yeah, but I really want the haircut. And we said, well, why don't you bring your coffee meeting over here? And oh, then she brilliant. walked back in with Jeanette Fitzsimons. It was like, just casually, yeah, you know. And um, it was lovely to and have it, her and there. It, it was amazing. Casually. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. amazing. i got to say, I was probably quite privileged because I got to have the conversation and we included nice. Jeanette in it. And um, very wise woman of um, New Isn't Zealand she? politics. And, yes. and a lot of wisdom came out of her mouth in a short space of time, which I'm always amazed at people like that there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. <laughs> so, yeah, that was great. That, that was great. You yeah. really are privileged today then, aren't you? That's cool. I thought so, yeah. yeah. And something I, you know, in my grand um, old age, and I'm not going to reveal to our listeners how many, how many few decades I have coming up, <laughs> but... Um, I've actually learnt to think, let's celebrate the fact that we're a political town because I've always felt like the beehive was down there, politics was down there, but now I'm almost in a... How many? Yeah, it's it's what we and it's what we are. So yeah, I agree with you, Laurie, mm. and I think um, you know one of the nice things. Our project is one, but one of the things that um, I'm really uh, fascinated by is that our town seems to have exploded with kind of, you know, great politicalness on a really fun level, on a very um, engaging level for people that I've never seen before. And, you know, I wonder if some of it's maybe the sentiment that you're talking about there, that maybe some of us accept, well, yeah, we're a political town. What's wrong with that there? One of the interesting discussions that came up yesterday, um, and, God, there's been heaps already the last couple of days. And we'll get to those. Yes, we are. Um, One of the discussions we had, so there was a German chap came through yesterday and we talked about the fact that in Germany and in German culture they it's a real privilege to serve the government like to be a civil servant is actually quite a privilege wow. and it's seen as you know a um, I'm doing my bit for my society and nice. stuff and people the rest of society views it like that there mm. um, we don't and, no. and I thought you know and I thought that was a really interesting point you know that um yeah, and it kind of is a lead on from what you're saying there because, you know, I agree. Like, I've always, I started my time in Wellington down the end of town that we are, yeah. which is kind of the Cuba Street end. I now spend most of my day in that political um, more part cor- of town. And more corporate, corporate political. More serious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it's great down there, you know, and yeah, bringing it all, bring it all together, bring it all together. Yeah. Nice. Oh, 
caught me off guard there. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That would be a once. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that's fantastic. Um, Jace, now you are no stranger to hairdressing and we coined the phrase theatrical hairdressing. So mm. you've got your, I guess we could say maybe your bread and butter or your, mm-hmm. your main way. That, and you look like, to me, that you've never been someone that does it for a day job. You really live your hairdressing. Yep. And so you even have your creative fun with hairdressing. your hairdressing. Yep. Have you got a pr- another project? So in a way, political Political Cuts is one of those. Yep. But have you got another project that you've done that you're particularly proud of and the theatrical side that you'd like to share with us today? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, um, yeah, look, um, so Cirque, Cirque de Salon was right. a wonderful one Cirque that um, I set Salon. up with the irrepressible Mr. Morley Hall. <gasps> yes. Heart um, the jump, heart Jumped on the Chris train. And um, for me, that was a real eye-opener. It was probably about four or five years ago. Um, and it was the first time that I took my hairdressing onto the street and what I for me it was the thing about it was that it became incredibly democratic about how I shared my craft Right. so you're right everything creatively has always been within hairdressing for me since I've taken it up and as you'd you'd know from your previous life us hairdressers can spend a lot of time at the back of fashion shows shows doing photo things whatever it is and our industry probably encourages you and that's kind of the way that hairdressers go to accept express themselves and what Chris ended up opening up um, to me was a whole different path to do that there and I love and it's one of the big drivers for getting political cuts going is putting the craft that we do that's often with all those other projects is hidden away somewhere else backstage at a fashion show preparing for a photo shoot whatever it is only a very selected few people ever get to see that and the minute I put my craft on the street I saw that people were fascinated just to watch me actually creating it. So, you know, part of what I'm doing here at Political Cuts isn't just about what's going on there. For me as a hairdresser, it's about people can stand and just watch me do a haircut. They can see how one's put together. Um, And I do it for free. You know, like I'm I'm giving those haircuts away down there. I love that. I love that. That is amazing that we didn't bring that up earlier, people. Oh, I mean, good really. point, good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look out. Now everyone really, will be down yeah, there. No, no, you're really <laughs> in trouble now. So, Jason, that was an amazing um, riff. That's the big word this week, you nice. know, on, on hairdressing. But what is it that has really kept you kept you in this space and kept you going with hairdressing? You've committed your life to it, practically. Yeah, well, and that's an interesting one. I mean, I'm over 20 years in the trade now, and I can honestly say when I took it up, I thought, oh yeah, an apprenticeship, right? Hairdressing, you know, lots of lovely ladies hanging around. <laughs> Give it a that few sounds years. like a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do my apprenticeship and see. And then I blink my eyes, and here I am, twenty years later, and it's like, oh, yeah. it's my career. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Look, right into it. I love it. Um, you've got to love people to do it. I love people. Um, right, yeah. And, yeah, here we are, basically. Good on you. Yeah. So one more little question about Wellington then. So you've you've stuck to your hairdressing. You're, you're finding your art through it. Why have you stayed in Wellington? And what do you think is special about Wellington? And we should work, work to hold on to it. Yeah, nice. Um, 
Yep, I have stayed in it. Uh, I think that Wellington, the thing that drew me to Wellington was the, like, and we're talking late 80s, early 90s, was the raw creativity having in, happening in the place. No doubt about it. Where did you come from, Jason? Well, I grew up in the Wairapa, so not far away. Right, um, nice. Good provincial boy. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, big lights of Wellington. Woo, <laughs> you know? Um, and we all got trapped. Know, yeah, and then, and then that's it. And, you know, look, I've got family now, so it became home through right. that there. Um, but, you know, look, there's uh, raw creativity is absolutely what I loved about Wellington. Mm. It's what I love um, continually. And that, that is, without doubt, the thing that I would love to see Wellington keep being defined for, basically. Yeah. Oh. Have yeah. I told you I love you recently? <laughs> okay. So um, if Billy, people do want to get their Jenny Shipley or a Winston Peters or what was it? Oh, you Winston. man. Goodness <laughs> me. How long have they got to come down yeah, and great. see you at Political three, Cups? Three more days. Um, through to Friday, we're open 10 till 4 tomorrow and Friday, and then 11 till 6 Thursday. As I say, you can engage on any level, and we'd love to see as many people down there as possible, obviously. That's fantastic, and I would say don't miss out. Now, um, Jason has requested a little bit of a shapeshifter, a track called Monarch. He's just been... What? How did you describe it before, Jason? Oh, I thought that um, Monarch... To me, when I listened to it again a month ago, to me it summed up Wellington, actually. The music scene that we've seen develop, you and I, and the time we've been here, to me the sound of it, everything, just encapsulates everything about the Wellington sound. I love it. That's great. Great trap. Let's have a little listen. So um, we'll let you listen. I won't say have a great weekend just yet. Thanks, Jason. Thank you, Laurie. So nice to have you on the show. My dream, color of my dream, color of my dream.